Welcome to PCM's In Conversation. I've been wanting to do my own little show for a long time and this is the opportunity and the first person that I want to introduce you to is Mark Burrows. Mark, we've worked together um, very briefly with Creative IO. We have, yes. Um, but just say, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the company that you're working with at the moment. Well, I run my own company, um, Word of Mouth Creative Limited, um, <coughs> in Derby, uh, which I've been doing for about three and a half years. But I've been working in broadcasting since, well, for most of my life, really, uh, for 20 odd years. For the last three and a half years, running my own uh, business, which is uh, audio creative, doing voiceovers and narrations for films, creating commercials for radio, that kind of thing, which is how we got involved. Because mm. obviously, the event we worked on, I was kind of comparing, doing some comparing, yeah, and, and that kind of thing. So yeah, that, that's that's basically how we how we met, really, isn't it? Really? So it's very much you've an audio background, so yes. mine's a technical theatre background. Mm. I know one thing I was quite interested to talk to you about is is our audio technology journey and I know I learnt sound editing on Reel to Reel so yes. what journey have you seen? I did as well. Um, I think if you've worked in technology for the past say five ten years you would always would have worked just in digital so anybody before that will not know what it's like to, to work in anything else. I think it took a big change maybe 10-15 years ago yeah. where it went from analogue to digital. <laughs> so yeah. and so I, I started um, like I say, 20 odd years ago, 22 years ago now. And it was purely, um, everything was on tape. Yeah. Um, so things really have changed. And we're editing massive reels of tape. Splicing blocks and China graph pencils. Cutting your hand, fingers open. <laughs> that always happened at some point. Or rewinding a tape and ca not catching your fingers. Pencils and cassettes. Pencils and cassettes, that kind of yeah. thing. And cartridges. Um, you know, so everything was on individual, all the commercials were on individual cartridges. Yeah. Now it's just on a playout system. So you press a button and it all plays off the screen. Um, in those days, all the commercials were on individual little cartridges, and you've got like seven or eight commercials in a break, so you have to take them out, mm. put the next one in, so there's a lot more work involved. But yes, the, the, the actual recording was, it's kind of a good training ground in a way, because these days with digital editing and, and recording, you can, you can change things much more easily, you can edit things if they don't work, you can click on do and go back a few steps. Uh, with tape, you couldn't do that, as you know. You'd edit something out. Uh, you think, well, actually, I'm not happy with that. Can I put it back in again? And the tape was on the floor somewhere. You had to go and find it <laughs> and splice it back in. So it's made life so much easier yeah. with the digital. So you, you sound like an old man when you say you don't know you don't know you're born working on digital. You know. Um, yeah, there's. Yeah, I mean, it, there's some people who still like to use that technology. And I, I remember yeah. going from I think the crossover point for me where I realised that there had to be a change in my thinking about technology mm. was not be coming out of a piece of equipment with phono cables and not being able to plug those phono cables into the back of the laptop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that sort of audio journey for you, but you've also had the broadcast radio, you said you're doing some voice, film voiceovers. Yeah, so I've done what sort of work of, um, have you been doing? I've done some um, TV voiceover clips, not much really, just um, I've done um, narrations for um, health and safety films and that kind of thing, nothing not Hollywood blockbusters as such. Um, so yes, um, quite often video companies will come to us and say, well, we've got the video footage, we've got the script. Because um, for some reason, quite often video companies that we, we find don't touch audio. Mm. Uh, and animation companies don't touch audio. For some reason, it's like a bit of a no-no. <laughs> uh, so they come to us, which is great. Yeah. So they say, here's the script, can you record it, put music and effects? Yeah, audio does get forgotten. I know, is, yeah. you know working in theatre with light and sound, if your lighting goes wrong, they're in black. Yeah. 
and you can kind of, if it goes wrong, you can usually catch a fade. But if a sound cue comes in in the wrong place, it's, it's blindingly obvious. It's, yes, exactly. And also with sound yeah, quality. With, yes, with lighting, you patch things up to a certain extent. Yeah. With audio, it's much more difficult. Yeah. It's either there or it's not. Yeah, and um, quality as well. You can have a poor picture, and if your audio is good, you'll bear a bad picture. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we, we do find that as well. Um, because sometimes people will say to us, well, we've got an audio track, is it any good? And we'll say, well, actually, no, it's not really very good quality because they record it on a tinny little <laughs> microphone in a very echoey room. You say, well, we can do better than that. I mean, yeah. by just having a better acoustics yeah. and better knowing how to set the audio equipment up to record yeah. properly makes a world of difference. I think the other, one of the, the jobs that, that we worked on together last October, yes. you came and did comparing for the Hockley Fashion Show. Yes. And I think having a compare just made so much difference. It was very loud, but the fact that there was an MC there, I mean, what sort of MC work did you do? I mean, that is really important, well, I think, to to take an event from the front. I think it's a case of, with that kind of thing, I've, I've done working in radio, as well as doing the production side of things, I've presented for, for, for many years. And when you present, you get asked to do um, openings of things, and uh, you get to um, host road shows, as they used to be then, this yeah. is going back a few years. So you do live events, and you, you were never scripted for those, but you had to be there and kind of be yourself. Um, so with, with the comparing, you have, to a certain extent, you get, it's good to have notes, but not to have everything written down for you, because you can sound very staid mm. and very clinical. So as long as you've got notes, an eagle compare can fill the mm. time. And obviously working in radio and broadcasting, that's what yeah. you're doing. You're not actually reading from scripts, you're reading from notes. Uh, if you're in competitions or say what's on guide, you don't read it word for word, you just skip over it and make conversation out of it. And that's what the uh, compare does. Mm. I suppose moving into podcasts, because you also do some work with quads, so tell yes. us a little bit about that. Well, basically they have um, a monthly podcast because they do films, they do art, uh, all that kind of thing. So basically we, we do, it's, it's like a magazine, an audio magazine, mm. and it's about 15, 20 minutes long. So we'll have clips maybe of films if we're allowed to use the clips, obviously you get permission. Uh, we have interviews with people involved if they've got like an exhibition, people involved with the exhibitions, that kind of thing. So do all the interviews mm. and uh, you know, we narrate what else is going on. So it becomes like an audio magazine. And they're really good fun to put together. Mm. They're really enjoyable to put together because they are kind of like, when I used to work in radio again, you do that kind of thing anyway. You do, you do your interviews, you do magazine type things. So it's kind of doing that for the modern age. Mm. Instead of people listening to it on a broad basis, people just download them mm. to listen to on their iPods whenever they want to. So what does the future hold for Word of Mouth Creative? Um, it's difficult to say at the minute. Uh, um, at the moment, our, our bread and butter are radio commercials. Um, but that may change in five years. Uh, we don't know, because radio is changing at the minute. Radio stations, um, mm. local stations are broadcasting, or, or, or cutting back to some extent. Obviously, some stations have changed their names and become regional. Mm -hmm. Like um, Trent FM is now Capital, but it's not Nottingham anymore. It's the whole of East Midlands. Um, so radio is changing, and there's the, uh, the advent of internet stations is a big thing as mm. well. Um, but how they're going to be advertising, is it going to be through audio, or is it going to be through visual means? Yeah. Radio? Obviously because internet stations, you've got the screen as well. Mm. Um, so we're, we're not sure how it's going to go, but we, we sort of, it, it may change a great deal in the next five years, it may not. Mm. We may still be producing commercials because radio may yeah. stay in its present form. Well radio is going to be a very interesting one going forward, I mean with yes. the digital switchover, that's going to affect analog of course, radio yeah. channels a lot. Yeah. Um, and so with these shows that I'm doing, I'm hoping that I'll be able to 
bring people back yeah. and see where you're going to. So it would be great to to welcome you back again at another time. Well, I thought, yeah, we're going to come back. At and say time. thank you so much for being my first in yeah, conversation. I feel very privileged. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mark.